Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the Missionary Ally podcast. This is your host, Dr. Joel Madasu. Thank you for taking time and listening to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something that God has laid in my heart. And we recently celebrated Easter. And before that, we observed the Holy Week, which is very important. So within that Holy Week, we learned that Jesus entered into Jerusalem. And even before going into Jerusalem, Jesus actually told something really, really amazing and fascinating facts to his disciples. So according to Matthew chapter 20 and verses 17 and following, we learned that Jesus told his disciples that he is going to Jerusalem and there are certain things that are going to happen, right? According to 20, 17 to 19, the text says, While going up to Jerusalem, Jesus took the twelve disciples aside privately and said to them on the way, See, we are going up to Jerusalem. Now, whenever Jesus wants to go to Jerusalem, that sort of scares the disciples. Uh, at least from the second half of the Gospel of Matthew, we see that Jesus was more and more going towards Jerusalem because he set his journey towards Jerusalem. And we know why Jesus was going to Jerusalem to give himself up for the sake of this world, right? So that actually scared the disciples. And every time Jesus brings this Jerusalem uh, part in his speech or in his dialogue with them, they would be alarmed. So here Jesus is actually telling them that they are going to Jerusalem. He is going to Jerusalem. So while going up to Jerusalem, Jesus took the 12 disciples aside privately and said to them on the way, see, we are going up to Jerusalem. The Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death. Jesus was giving a clear picture of what is going to happen from that standpoint. The Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death. These chief priests and scribes were looking for an opportunity to arrest Jesus. They were looking for an opportunity to kill Jesus to do every bad thing that we could imagine. So the Son of Man will be handed over to these chief priests and scribes and they will condemn him to death. They will hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked, to be flogged, and to be crucified. And on the third day, he will be raised. So this is the information Jesus shared with his disciples before getting into Jerusalem. And we know from Matthew chapter 21 that Jesus entered into Jerusalem, and um, we learn that the people were really happy. There were people in front of him, behind him, and they were singing basically a song, right? In Matthew 21, 8, we learn a very large crowd spread their clothes on the road. Others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. So what are these crowds saying? The crowds who went ahead of him and those who followed him shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. This was a joyful occasion that Jesus was entering and these people were shouting. Hosanna to the son of David. The title, the son of David, is very important. It's a cultural concept and a title to Jesus, which means that Jesus, the Messiah, would be a descendant of King David. So these people were at least you know, based on the text, they were aware of who Jesus was, right? And so, I mean, that's what we see. And then we uh, later on learn that some of the people ask what's going on because, you know, they're 
people who are still not aware of who Jesus was. And so somebody within the crowd responded saying, this is the prophet from Nazareth. So Jesus here entered into the city of Jerusalem, into his city. The city of God, Jerusalem is the city of God. He entered into his city and people were rejoicing. They were celebrating. They were also there to celebrate the Passover festival. Uh, and so the important point is that Jesus was in the city as he told his disciples. So from here on, we will see that Jesus goes back to the temple because that evening when he was in Jerusalem, he goes into the temple. He surveys everything. He sees everything, sees everything that's going on there. He comes back the following day to the temple and turn the tables over and then he'll start preaching or teaching them. In a sense, he would be, you know, helping them in a sense to, to recall what his temple should be or give them some understanding of what his temple is supposed to be. These people made the temple of the Lord into house of thieves or den of thieves instead of it being the house of prayer. So Jesus was not happy. He was upset. And then the later the next day, these people questioned Jesus' authority. Based on what authority do you do these things and so forth? So there's, oh, there's, uh, there's problems that are coming up step by step. But we learn the most fascinating thing is that Jesus Christ entered into Jerusalem for a purpose. And he told that to the disciples already that he's to die. So on that Friday, we learned that Jesus was crucified. He was crucified. He died for the sake of this world. He died for the sake of the sinners. He provided redemption. Without the death of Jesus Christ on the cross, there would not be redemption. And the whole thing did not end by the death of Jesus Christ. We know that. Obviously, Jesus, as he told the disciples, he was raised up again from the death. Praise be to God. What God laid in my heart is that this is such an important passage. If we only come to this passage once a year and then study this part of the text once a year and just preach on a Good Friday or preach on an Easter, I think we're getting the point wrong because this is the most important passage. This is sort of, for me, in my understanding, this is the redemptive week. Christ has done so many things and he provided on that Friday, on the cross, redemption for the whole world. This is the redemption week. So my thought is that this should motivate us to do so much more for the Lord than what we are doing. This should motivate us, that is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, should motivate us to boldly proclaim the gospel. Because there is hope in Jesus and in Jesus alone. There is no hope anywhere else. Hope, true hope, is only found in the Lord Jesus Christ. His resurrection is very important. Without resurrection, there is no Christianity really. For Christianity, resurrection is the foundation. And if there is no resurrection, there is no Christianity. We know that there's what, there are already almost... Thousands and thousands of arguments about resurrection and there are people who believe it, the people who doesn't believe it. But the facts are there. We know the scripture tells us that Jesus raised again from the dead. This is an amazing, amazing and very important fact. Christianity depends upon the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So 
what Jesus did should motivate us as missionaries to even do more than what we are doing because that is what we are called for, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to share the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, to share that there is life in Jesus because Jesus said, I am the life. He said, I am the way, I am the truth. There is no hope found elsewhere in the world. It doesn't matter what we own, what we have. True hope is only found in the Lord Jesus Christ. So I just want to encourage all the missionaries, everyone that is listening to this podcast, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the foundation for Christianity. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ should motivate us to do even more in the lifespan that God has given us. Let us all boldly share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We never know. We never know. We don't know who's going to believe, but we never know who's going to believe. Salvation belongs to the Lord. We only need to plant that seed. May God bless you all. And just on a note before we leave, if you are a missionary and if you like to share your testimony or anything that God has done in your lives, please let me know. My email is going to be in the show notes or a contact page, you can contact me through the email from the show notes and let me know if you like to be on the podcast. Because my goal through this podcast is to encourage other missionaries who are in ministry now. So if you want to be a part of it, please let me know. I'd be glad to set up a time for the interview. So again, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it's only a few days since we celebrated it. It should motivate us to do even more because Christ, the Creator, has died to give us salvation, to give us eternal life, something that we cannot purchase. It just cannot be purchased. A free gift that Christ has given, but He's been through so much suffering and pain for Him to give that gift to us. And also interesting facts is that every word that he spoke from the cross is a fulfillment of the scripture, every single thing. So Christ told his disciples that he is going to Jerusalem and he'll be given up to these Gentile people. He'll be given up to the scribes and the priests and they will condemn him to death and they will hand him over to Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. But then he said on the third day he will be raised and he raised up again from the dead. Death did not hold him. It doesn't have any power. It cannot stop him. Jesus Christ is life. Those who believe in him will receive eternal life because he gives eternal life to those who believe in him. If you haven't believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray and ask you that you take this step and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ so that you may have eternal life. God bless you.